Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary. And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Kids. With your host, Joey Valentine. He's one piece of eight. Hey everybody, welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and I'm starting off nasally and nerdy already. <laughs> Didn't take long, did it? Haven't done a show in like a week, I apologize. It is January the 25th, 2023, 12523, and I thank you for joining me and letting me bend your ear for 30 minutes or less. I'm sorry that I have been distant, I've been cold, I've been thoughtless, I've only been thinking about myself. I've had some transitional things going on in my life, but don't worry, your old pal Joey Valentine is just fine, and I'm back here to give you another show. I've been working hard on the YouTube, Bad Guy Loves Cake YouTube page. Uh, videos, man, videos take a long time. Like, if you do a good job, they take a long time. You know, a, a podcast is just audio, so when you're done with the show, you think like, okay, here's a few parts where I fucked up, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to knock them out, and then upload the show. Well, you know, with videos, it's just, there's so much to it, man. And, and if you want to stand out, and I'm trying to stand out, and I did my first real video, this take on The Sopranos, and it's already at like 1,500 views or something after a few days. And that's really cool because I have been posting videos on YouTube for years, and they're sitting at like 15 views. And I know I have more than 15 friends that I've asked to look at them. So it's really cool to see that that is getting popular, and so I made another one, and I've got a whole bunch of ideas, so if you love me, you'll go to YouTube and subscribe and look at the new videos I'm making. If you are here because of the YouTube page, I thank you for joining me. This may not be the most interesting or funny show I have ever done, uh, but that is not my fault. I'm telling you, I am scouring the news like always. That's all I do. All I do is consume information. I'm going through the fucking news, and it's like shooting shooting, man kills wife, body found, identified. I mean, nothing, nothing to make fun of. I'm not going to make light of shit like that. It's getting to be a lot of work to find like stuff that I can make fun of that's not just absolutely morbid. But one thing we can talk about that I know you guys love to hear me talk about, and that is sports, football, specifically the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about them, because it was really, really embarrassing the way we lost to San Francisco. A high, high-scoring offense, Dallas Cowboys go in there, and they put up 12 points. Now, if you listen to the last show that I did, you may have heard me talking about the kicker, and now he set a record for missing four extra points in a playoff game. Four. The previous record being two. He went ahead and broke it, and then he said, I'm going to make sure it never gets broken again. I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to the Hall of Shame for being the kicker. I mean, he had the yips, something awful. And it sucks because you get into a, a rut in sports, and it's just so hard to get out of. And the more you think about it, the more you overanalyze it, the worse it gets. So in this game, Dallas scores a touchdown, and they go to kick the extra point. And all everyone can think is this motherfucker needs to make this kick. Well. The kick got blocked, so it didn't matter if he was going to make it or not. 
All right, it was never going to go. Dude jumps up in the center, blocks it with his hand, but upon instant replay, we see that he shanked this fucking ball so bad that you could tell just in the small amount of time from where it left his foot and traveled 10 feet to be blocked by a man's hand, you could see that that motherfucker was not going in. In fact, it was going west. It was heading out to fucking sea in the Pacific Ocean. Fortunately, he was able to come back and get a few field goals, and they were good ones that were bullseyes and good for him. Not good for us, the Cowboys, I mean, because, yes, I consider myself a part of the franchise because I've given a lot of my time, my sweat, my blood, my tears, my anxiety, sleepless fucking nights, police called on me for domestic abuse, alcoholism, all of these things the Cowboys are to blame for. It's so fucking tough being a Cowboys fan. And let me just say for the record, all these people are like, Cowboys fans are living in 1995. Uh, The Cowboys have won five Super Bowls. San Francisco, the last time you won one, was before the Cowboys won their last one. So you're living in 1994. I don't understand why Cowboys fans get such a bad name. Like, oh, they have these unbelievable expectations for their team. Five fucking Super Bowls. There's only a couple other teams that have done that. Pittsburgh Steelers, New England Patriots, San Francisco 49ers. I don't think anybody else has done it. You got teams like Buffalo that's been three times, lost all of them. You got teams like Minnesota that's been five times and lost all of them. Well, what fucking year are they living in? Yeah, I know. I'm going back to something I already talked about. But it's frustrating enough to be a Cowboys fan without having to take shit from all these other teams. You know, 30 fucking teams don't win the Super Bowl every year. Why does Dallas have to be the fucking focus of everyone's attention? I fucking hate Philadelphia so much. I know that's nothing to do with anything, but I just know that even if we had beaten the fucking 49ers, we still would have lost to the Eagles. And the reason I bring up Philadelphia is because they have the worst fans. I mean, like, if you go, like, go ahead and Google, like, who has the worst fans in all of sports. You don't have to say football. Say sports, okay? We're including hooligans from England and fucking crazy people in South America where people get crushed to death in soccer matches in all of sports. And, yes, the Cowboys will be on the list. That's fine. We're annoying and we're everywhere. I get it. Then you've got, like, Oakland Raider fans. I know they're not Oakland anymore, but Oakland Raider fans, Raider fan, have always been the worst. But Philadelphia, the Eagles, this is a team who once cheered. I saw this game live. Michael Irvin got a neck injury. We thought he was paralyzed, like he'd never walk again. During the game, the crowd cheered. The Philadelphia fans fucking cheered at his injury. And not only that, But there's a jail in their fucking football stadium. Oh, yeah, that's right. Philadelphia fans are known for their rowdiness. And you may or may not have heard there's a legend that Veterans Stadium has a jail inside of it. The legend is absolutely true. It has a jail. It has a courtroom. And it has a judge that quickly hands out sentences to unruly fans. In order to avoid clogging up traditional courtrooms, a judge at the vet would quickly process the delinquents, usually handing out relatively minor sentences like small fines, etc. for drunken shoving and shit like that. 
I'm sure that every charge that ever came out of Veterans Stadium started with the word drunken. And how did they come to have a jail? Well, after an embarrassing Monday night football game in 1997 that featured dozens of fistfights in the stands, the Philadelphia Eagles elected to build a jail and a court under their stadium. (laughs) Run by Judge Seamus McCaffrey, who wins the contest for most Scottish name ever. So there you go, bucket list, (laughs) Eagles Court. No, Philly, I love you. It's a great city, city of brotherly love, but as human beings in sports settings, you guys are terrible, you're awful, and you're known for it, and I think that you embrace it. Oh, I'd like to say thank you, by the way, to Lafayette and Carlos uh, for checking on me when my shows didn't post. Very, very cool, you guys, um, to to make sure I was okay. And uh, I appreciate that. That uh, that gets me right in the feels, man. Lafayette and Carlos, my two homeboys out in Los Angeles, they do nerds talking the podcast. Lafayette also has one called Taco Tuesday, and I guess he has one called Comic Book Wednesdays and uh, Jerk Each Other Off Thursdays. He seems to have a podcast for every day of the week, Stick It in My Tight Ass Sunday. So you can check all those out. We are actually a conglomerate, the Nerds Media Network, NMN. If you look for NMN, Nerds Media Network, you can find one big amalgamation of all of our shows. Sorry, I had to get the self-promotion out of the way real quick. Uh, I'll go ahead and take a word from my sponsor, which is no one, because I don't fucking have one. So let's keep moving. (laughs) I find it funny that the things that come up in my Facebook feed never correlate with the stuff I search for. Thank God, because, man, do I break the Internet with some of my searches. You know, I actually looked at something the other day. I was going to send Jen this picture of something that I'm not going to tell you what it was, and I'm not going to describe it either. But in order to get to it, I had to use a lot of very gross words to get exactly what I wanted. And, you know, careful what you wish for, because I did get what I was looking for. And it put me off my eggs, and I couldn't fucking send it. I just, I regretted the second I saw it. It haunts me. Um, I close my eyes to sleep at night, and I see it. It's sexual. It's... I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I, I can't. I can't. Um, I guess I had to hit rock bottom. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to clean up my show because apparently I'm a shock jock. And uh, I say too much nasty shit. You know, I, it's not like I'm John Waters here, okay? I'm freaking just, I just talk about stuff that I think could keep people interested, you know? And people love to talk about sex. They love sex. And I like to keep it funny because I'm such a prude in real life, you know? So I get this feed from a company named You Don't Need to Know. I've had shows before where I've talked about hideous shirts and and who wears them and, you know, who is the demographic for the people that are selling them. And anyway, this one came up and I wanted to read some of them for you. I haven't, I only read a couple. So I'm going to be totally ad-libbing this, but I, I knew they were going to be good because Right off the bat, they're super patriotic. They're hella white. They are extremely bold and flashy, you know, like all the all the artwork and the font and everything. It just like jumps out, you know. It's so fucking bright. So let me let me uh, share some of these with you. First one, 
is a picture of some skulls, and it says, I can fix stupid, but it's gonna hurt. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nothing too bad there, I suppose. Next one. Boy, this guy's really beefy. I mean, like, his arms are swole. It says, oh, and it's a picture of, like, the Grim Reaper, I guess. Really, really big. I'll put you in the trunk and help people look for you. Don't test me. And don't test me is in, like, flaming letters. You know, because he, like, he leaned in to let you know, don't test me. You know, this is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I'd like to make a prediction about these shirts. This company is going to go out of business quickly. And when they liquidate everything, it's all going to go to Korea or something. And you're going to have like four foot two Korean men and women wearing these oversized shirts for muscle heads. Now, I want you to picture that. <laughs> four foot tall Korean man. He's got a shirt so fucking big, he looks like Paul Wall. And it's the Grim Reaper on the back of the shirts as fucking big as he is. And don't test me. <laughs> Next shirt. Sorry if my patriotism offends you. Trust me, your lack of spine offends me more. Oh, yeah. You know he killed some brown people over in Afghanistan. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This one's got a flaming green skull screaming. It says, the devil the de <laughs> the devil whispered to me, I'm coming for you. I whispered back, bring beer. <laughs> oh, man, that's so fucking terrible. I hadn't even read that one. I was not expecting. I thought he was going to be like, tell him I'll see you after school or something like <laughs> that. By the biker axe, devil, three o'clock. No, tell him I said, <laughs> I whisper back, bring beer. <laughs> and lots of homoerotic magazines. Oh, boy. Well, this one's got a lot of small writing. All right, we got a patriotic-looking skull slash Terminator 2-looking uh, robot. You know, the one from the uh, the flesh gets melted off of Arnold, and it's just the endoskeleton. Uh, it says, this is the USA. I, I, this is so fucking small. We love freedom. We drink beer. We eat meat. We own guns. We speak English. If you do not like that, move. <laughs> oh, the rest of these are all images, skulls. Flags, we the people, Second Amendment. <laughs> There's one. This is a skull who somehow has fingers coming out of the top of the skull. So it's a hand with its, it's a skull hand and giving you the middle finger. And it says, don't just go away, man. Take this with you. <laughs> I got to get a shirt that says sit and spin. That's my favorite fucking thing ever now. I'm like so into the expression sit and spin. Remember the movie Heathers? There was a part in Heathers where, like, the nerds are coming out of one of the funerals and the jocks walk by. You know, they call him fag or queer or something. I don't know. And the nerd turns around and he, he flips him off and he goes, sit and spin. 
That's so awesome. Because the sit and spin was a toy in the 70s and the 80s, and you literally sat and you span. Spun, spanned, uh, you were circular. I had one when I was like two. You sit on it, and it's got a wheel in the middle, and you just, you know, you, you twist, you spin the fucking thing, and it spins you around on a 360. It was awesome. You could get it going so fucking fast, you know. You weighed nothing. But sit and spin, you know, giving somebody the middle finger. Oh, man, I want the opportunity to do that so bad. What's your problem, buddy? Hey, sit and spin. <laughs> it's funnier to me because I've got my finger up right now. <laughs> Except I'm not doing the uh, the normal middle finger. I'm doing that old school one where, like, your knuckles on your index and ring finger are sticking out. And your thumb is way out to the side. You know, like, you're really tensing your fingers up. Sit and spin. <laughs> Here he goes. He's entertaining himself way too much. He's sitting and spinning in his own room, talking to himself and the cats. Enough sitting and enough spinning. All right. And enough fucking charts. Oh, it looks like we've got a special guest just walked in. Mr. R. Kelly, how are you? Boy, it's been a long time since R. Kelly's come by. How are you? Robert. I told you you're going to knock that shit off, man. (laughs) I'm revisiting some old school shit. I saw a thing about Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. They're fighting over custody of the dogs. I just want to ask Amber, is it the dog that took the shit in the bed? (laughs) Oh, God. I hope the media starts talking about Amber Heard again because I miss making those fake trailers with Johnny Depp as the Pirates of the Caribbean and the wench who shat in me bed. Oh, Amber. (laughs) All right, and finally. In strange news this week, I've got a story about a man. Uh, He was attempting to burgle a house. I love the word burgle. I wish we could use the word burgle more often. What you doing, burgling? Cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be my Pee Wee's Playhouse for today. Secret is Burgo. Fucking need sleep so bad. Um, the man was attempting to burgle a house and by going in through the kitty cat door, but he was not big enough or doggy door, I guess. I don't know. Cat, I think it's cat and dog door. Anyway, he wasn't small enough, I mean, to get through the door in order to burgle the house. And apparently, Two German shepherds came upon him with his ass hanging outside of the door, and they chewed his pants off, and they did the hunka-chunka on him. Both dogs repeatedly did the horizontal mambo with this guy's B-cheeks, and he was so embarrassed that he didn't call the police or or ask for help from anyone for that matter. And then he later went home, and I guess he just couldn't wash the fucking filth off of him. No matter how many showers, he couldn't get clean. And he called the cops. And he is suing the homeowner. I fucking shit you not. He is suing the homeowner for the big R uh, by the dogs. So, yeah. If ever I could be a part of a court hearing, that's the one. All right, it's good to be back on the horse again. Thank you guys for letting me talk. 
And uh, I will be back on Friday. Don't forget to check out the YouTube Fat Guy Loves Cake channel. Please like and subscribe if you would. In the meantime, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and do as Mr. Patrick Swayze told you in Roadhouse, and you be nice. I'll see you soon. Thank you.